Okay. Uh, hello, everybody. We're Finance Miami. I'm here with co-founder Elijah Massenberg, and today we have special guest Malik Yobo with us. So we're going to start you off with a few questions. So growing up, what type of access did you have to financial literacy, if you had any at all? I think um, the first, first of all, no one was calling it financial literacy. Right. Um, when I was in school, a little younger than you guys, it was called home economics. Okay. Um, which unfortunately they don't really do in school anymore. They teach you like budgeting and you know how to sew and cook, just how to do things to be domestic. But for me, um, it really started with my father. Um, I think the earliest lessons with him was always about budget. That was the basic thing, like you know, don't live above your means. Um, always live below your means, and don't spend everything you make. And so I had a paper route from eight years old to um, probably you guys' age. Are you 16 or 17 now? Yeah, 17. They were both 17. Yeah. So I had a paper route from eight years old to 16, and he made me save money every week. So um, I probably had to give him probably 50% of it, of whatever I made. So right. um, that's probably the earliest lessons about being financially responsible. And he was also someone who didn't really like to use credit. Right. Um, he liked, if he didn't, he would say, if you don't have it, then you don't, then you don't need it. So I think um, in general, just being raised by him, I was very, um, and I'm still this way, pretty frugal. I've right. always lived below my means. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what was like the first type of business or LLC that you created and why did you create it? Well, the first business was my paper route from right. um, eight to 16. There was no LLC. Mm -hmm. um, the first, well, you know, every, every business isn't set up as an LLC. You know that, right? right. So um, the first official business uh, hmm. I guess it would have been um, it would have been an LLC actually I, I think it was my restaurant okay. my 20s that I'm sure I did something before that but the first thing that probably had to be filed with the state would have been my, my restaurant Soul Cafe what type of food? we sold um, uh, Southern Caribbean, Cajun and African oh yeah so You've gotten into like the acting industry. So that I like I always like taking a little bit of like a sidestep from the financial literacy. So how did you get into acting? I some like there's some interesting fun questions. Um through um uh elementary well really I saw um Alice in Wonderland when I was four. <laughs> right. So the play and, and it was really just the magic of theater. Right the lights and the costumes. I didn't really know what the hell was going on. Certainly, I, I'm sure I didn't understand what the hell was going on, but I, I, I liked that. And so growing up, it was, for me, it was theater. Growing right. up, school, when, school plays and stuff like that. So when you're acting, you're obviously making a income, either it's big or small. When did you realize it was time to diversify your assets and your, and your, like, your streams of income? Well, I think I, I always kind of, um, I always kind of did that, like, um, 
when I was younger, I always had a lot of interests. Right. So, um, I was in the drama club. I was in a band. I was playing sports. I had my paper out. I worked one day a week at the store where I got my paper from. So I was always interested in doing things. And when I set up my first S corporation, what you have to do as an actor, right? When right. You get paid. You don't want to get paid in your name because then you're going to have to pay taxes on a personal level. So you want to set up your business so that you, your business gets paid and your business pays you, right? So you can keep money there. It's a way to, you know, work, finesse your taxes and, you know, decrease tax liability, that kind of thing. Um, but because I've always had many interests, when I started my first S corporation, it was, it's called Nature Boy Enterprises with an S because I always anticipated that I would do multiple things. Right. And so through that, um, whether it was my restaurant or my theater company or a marketing company later on, which all became their own uh, entities ultimately. But I've always been diverse in my thinking and how I want to um, work. I never relied on uh, one thing. Like right, right now I'm in a post-production house. Um, where they work on the visual effects for a documentary I uh, created. Um, as one example, right? I'm never just acting. So whether I'm producing, whether I'm doing real estate, whether I'm, you know, doing marketing, um, any number of things, things in music, I've always um, known that it was important to yeah. have more than one stream of income. Yeah, it's very good. Um, so I see you started like a real estate, like developing company, Yoba Development. What got you into like the real estate market and like developing? Um, growing up in the hood, when, when I grew up in Harlem at the time, um, in the 70s, it wasn't gentrified. There were a lot of abandoned buildings and empty lots and you know, that kind of thing. And so as a kid, I didn't really understand why it had to look like that in Harlem. Mm -hmm. Because when I went downtown Manhattan, where my white friends lived, they lived in doorman buildings by Central Park. And I didn't understand why it had to be different where we lived. Yeah. So for me, just youthful idealism, I was like, I want to, I want to be a billionaire and I want to put buildings in. I didn't know it was called real estate development. Mm -hmm. I actually tried to do my first development deal when I was your guys' age. I was 17 and I had an idea to build a BMX track in Central Park. So I did all my research because I used to race and I used to have to ride my bike from the Bronx over to George Washington Bridge to Jersey to go race. Nice little ride. Yeah, it was crazy. And so, um, I met with the parks department and proposed building a track in, in Central Park. And the guy indulged me, but at the end he was like, nah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> like, wait, I did my whole pitch and he was like, I love that kid, but nah. So um, I've just always had a passion for improving community and physical spaces. Um, my mother was an interior designer, um, not professionally, but it was a passion of her. So grew up with a really strong sense of um, appreciation of architecture and design. And so um, in 2008, 
I had an opportunity to learn about development through a friend of mine, a guy named Dan Bikewood, and he gave me my first seat at the table. And then the more I learned through him and a project in Baltimore that I got to be a partner in, the more I felt like I want to share what I'm learning. Right. I started Yoga Development as a builder of people, places, and things. So aside from the real estate itself, our focus is also largely on education. So like what you guys are doing around financial literacy, that's a lot of what I do too, because if you don't come from a family that's involved with real estate development, not just being a broker or construction worker, but the people who actually build the buildings, right? And you know, acquire the land and really shape our environment. Most people don't know how to do that or get into that business. And it's not like they teach you in high school or no, college unless you go for it. So because I have a background in education, a background in filmmaking and in real estate and working with young folks, Yoba Development was set up to also teach while we also pursue development deals. So um, I, I started because I felt like I had to. I, had, I, I, I was shooting a show called um, God Friended Me in 2018, and I was playing a real estate developer. <laughs> it was a bit of art imitating life. Right. And while I was shooting that show, um, I, I heard, well, I was thinking about how many people walk by film sets and how many people um, walk by construction sites and have no idea how to be in either world. Right. And I was down the block from some housing projects and I thought about all the people in the projects that don't know either world and I'm in both. So I heard real estate, filmmaking and young people and I followed that intuition and that became something called the real estate mixtape, mm-hmm. which is a docu-series I created about my journey doing my first development deal in New York. And then that is really what drives a lot of the education work I'm doing. So right. partnerships are like Department of Education here in New York, Pratt Institute, I'm going to be doing stuff with University of Miami, um, a couple of HBCUs where this, this curriculum, this content comes with a curriculum and in a very easy, sort of accessible way can teach young people about how many different career paths there are if they choose to, you know, get involved with real estate. So on the finance side, whether it's engineering, whether it's architecture, interior design, construction, politics, mm. you know, it's, it's, a, it's a way, a very easy and accessible way to to expose young people to what I'm doing. Okay. So um, everyone in life, they go through ups and downs. Have there been any, have there been any hardships you'd say through your life that have like taught you valuable lessons? And if so, Oh yeah, talk to me on right now. It's hard. (laughs) (laughs) Man, hell yeah. There's this life, life is hot and cold, warm and hot. Mm -hmm. It's dark and light. There's always going to, that's, you know, would you say there was any one notable event in your life that like kind of changed your perspective on things and viewpoints? There are many, there are many, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. um, I'm in the middle of writing a book actually. And so I'm, I'm talking a lot about this. It could be my parents separating when I was 10. It could be getting shot at 15. 
today actually is one year anniversary since I had heart surgery. Right. So a year ago today, I literally was in the hospital. Um, almost what time is it? I think they started at about four o'clock, eight hour surgery. Uh, that changed my life. Losing my mother, um, so many things. But I think that if you know why you're here and what your purpose is, which everyone is fortunate enough to know that, mm -hmm. then you stay grounded in like your why. Mm -hmm. so no matter what winds blow, you know that you have a purpose. And, and for me, it's exactly what we're doing right now. Right, I'm really proud of you guys because I do a lot of this Zooms and I've never had two 17 year olds ask me to do an interview about financial. <laughs> so this is why I do what I do because I believe in the, in the intelligence and the power of young people. Right. How did y'all even start this? Am I actually um, going to tell a story? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is, this is like, I want to say like the last week of school and me and, me and Max are in this thing called a CARS convention. This is like, I don't know what CARS stands for. It's like it's, a college preparation class. Yeah. So basically we're getting ready to write our common app essay, which is like the essay that you, you sent to all the schools, right? And, but we did some like, um, <laughs> we did some like uh, team activities together and I randomly got put with Max. But me and Max have been friends since seventh grade, sixth grade. Yeah. And I think one of the questions was like, what is like one of your hobbies is something that you want to do when you're older? So I think Max went first and he talked about being in hedge funds, right? And it's just really ironic because that's the same thing I want to do. And I think like a couple hours after we were texting on Snapchat and we were talking about like investing and how like we wanted to start an investment club at our school. So like, okay, that next morning we go to the head of our, like, like the, basically the person who's in charge of all the clubs. Yeah. She basically, she doesn't shoot it down, but she gives us like all these things about, but how like we only have a certain budget. How yeah, we she made, yeah, she made it sound like it was not worth it really. Yeah, and so that can't write really appropriate. yeah, so you can't just write investment club on your application, right? That's what she said. I said, okay. So I remember we, I walked out the room and I told Max, like, we're making our own nonprofit. We're going to do exactly what we want to do. And then yeah. five days later, we filed for it. And then it's been like. Would you use like legal Zoom? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we legal Zoom. I have the book and everything in my, um, in my household at my mom's. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And um, then we got the idea to like. So there's another, there's other teens that are doing this in Charlotte and they're doing a phenomenal job, but we have to do something different, of course, right? So what we do that's a little bit different from them is actually we bring in people like you, like interviewers, people that- You better use your relationships. I see what you're doing. Yeah, so <laughs> we bring in people to, so they can see if, so these kids, these younger people can see it for themselves, not just me talking off a of PowerPoint, talking about all these things, but they see somebody that actually did it and actually like they're from the source. No, but I think also what you're doing, which is, you know, you've probably heard this term, your net worth is your network, right? Yeah, it's all about who heard you that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's what you're doing, right? You lean, you talk to your mother, you talk to your dad. I'm sure it's probably your mother that gave you my number. Well, you, <laughs> you might have even had it already, I don't remember. But I think that that's what's important that you guys at 17 years old took action and you have agency over your own life. And that's why I'm doing the work that I'm doing. In fact, I have something for y'all. I'm going to be doing an event called Knowledge is Power at the Hampton House in near Liberty City in, right, uh, right, exactly. in Brownsville. Mm. Uh, 
and I'm gonna probably do with Avra, who you know. Yeah, we were supposed to interview Avra soon, actually. Yeah, yeah, she's she's the best, and um, but I think you guys would be a perfect addition to that conversation. They have a series of town halls that they do. It'll be probably we're looking sometime September October. Um, we'll be here. We ain't going nowhere. Done that. Yeah. So I, uh, I I've told the guy who's putting it together. I have some other people that I want to invite, yeah. and y'all are part of that. Awesome. I got I got to get a nice suit, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, let's think about it. All right. So let's go back to the conversation. What mm-hmm. advice do you give to like these young people? Younger than me, older than me. So for those who like don't know anything, where do you think they should start? What advice do you give them? Period. Well, the, the best thing about your generation is you got Google. Yeah, right? all we have is God. That's our biggest answer. <laughs> all we have was God, and I have a friend that you know. When you ask her how does she become successful, she will always say Google and God. Right. Right. But the reality is, we live in a world where you literally can ask any question mm. to Google and get. Even if it's not the right answer, at least it can get you going. So I think that the advice I would have for other young people is to follow what you guys are doing. They don't have to do the exact same thing, but if you look at, like you had an idea. Yeah, everything starts as an idea. Yeah. But not just that it starts as an idea, but you took the idea to a person at your school that's supposed to encourage you, right? guide you, and they basically discouraged and discouraged you, but you did it anyway. Yeah. And that's the part, right? For a lot of young people, they may try one time. Man, I text you. I hear back. Well, did you call? Did you email? <laughs> right. Did you show up? Did you send smoke signals? Did you beat the drum? Did you send a messenger? Like, don't tell me you tried like one time and then because you didn't get what you wanted, you gave up. So I think that, you know, Another reason why I'm so passionate about working with young people is that every opportunity that you have, that I have to share what I've learned, that makes it a little easier for you to get to where you're trying to get to. Right. Yeah. Right. And you don't have to wait. To, I'm 54 right now, but I started working with kids when I was 16. I started tutoring kids in after school programs as a 16 year old. That's great. Yeah, I love kids too, man. I love working with kids. My first job actually was a basketball coach at my local community center. Are you still playing right now? Aren't you on a team? Yeah, I still am. We're actually getting ready for a season. I just had I had practice before school this morning. Okay. You guys are seniors right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Getting ready for college. Are you trying to go to the same college? Actually, no. No, I'm trying to go to University of Pennsylvania if I can. And that, yeah, and I'm, I'm doing early decision for Columbia. Yeah. Columbia? I like it. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Is there anything else, Elijah? I think we're good. All right. Now, this is beautiful, man. Um, I will keep you guys posted on this Hampton House situation. Yeah. Actually, do me a favor. Just email me, you guys, like, bios. Mm-hmm. And like you have the, I know you, I think you text me the link to your website. Yeah, we have an about us page on our own website. Yeah. So email me that because I'm going to send it to the guy that's putting the event together to have you guys as guests as well. Okay. okay. That would be great. Really quick. 
Um, Mr. Yoba, do you care if I take a photo for our Instagram? Uh, sure, go for it. As long as you get this on my elbow, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what. Hold up. Let me just take the photo. Wait, right? on, let me get better light. Hold on. <laughs> right so you can see me look at that see the difference <laughs> look at that. look at you you're light-skinned now come on baby uh, we're good you got it yes Great. all right i'll send you i'll send you a screenshot of our bio as well i love it no 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 not of your bio what do you want i want you to email me so i can email it to the guy email you all right i'll email you everything we got yep. all right with your link to your website you got it all right. Actually, I'll copy on the email. All right. Thank you, Thanks, Mr. Guys. Okay. Congrats. Proud of you, man. Thank you, everyone. I'll definitely see you when you come down. Yep. All right. Have a good one. See you.